0: So today we're going to be talking all about LA So get your freaking snacks Get comfy because I'm really excited to talk about LA today I feel like I've spent so much time there and I haven't actually spoken about it But anyways, before we get into it, we have some little peas I don't know what these are I don't know if they're healthy either But I used to have these in high school and they're really good They're like these pea snacks, like dried peas and these ones are a little bit, hmm, like spicy. And there's other flavors like salt and vinegar, but they're really good. So ASMR. Mm. They're so good. But yeah, as I was saying, I have spent so much time in LA. So much so that people like actually ask me and ask like my friends like, hey, is Leah living in LA? Like, she does she just like live there? The answer is no, I don't live in LA, I live in Melbourne, um, but I have spent maybe over six months over the past year in LA, which is crazy, initially I went there for three months, I don't know, I always kind of wanted to go to LA, I wanted to see what it was like, see what the hype is about, you know what I'm saying, but I went there, I spent some time there with Rania, I spent some time there, majority of the time there with my boyfriend Adrian, and I've always been one to really love to change up my scenery i hate staying in one place for too long at a time even with like moving houses like i just i love being in different spaces all the time i feel like it's so refreshing it feels like a new era in life so even going to la for like quite a long period of time really felt like it felt like a drastic change for me which was really fun and you know i love traveling i love seeing the world so it was really interesting because I had never been to America before apart from Hawaii. But you know, LA is, LA is like a different world. Well, that's what I thought before I went there. So here today I'm going to tell you the truth. And you know, it's it's actually like quite shocking because it's made out to be like this amazing, fabulous place where like all the celebrities and rich people are. And I'm not saying that it's not amazing because it it is obviously great, but it's just Honestly, a lot different to what I was expecting. And a lot of people warned me about little things before, you know, I went. So if you want to go to LA for like a holiday, if you just want to go there to live, I'm here to tell you. This is like the little checklist, but my experience was good. That's all I can say before we get into this. I really enjoyed my time there, my many times there, but yeah, we're going to talk about my first impressions of LA. So Immediately when I got there, one of the first things that I noticed is that there is so much homeless, like a shocking amount of homeless people. When I was first staying in LA, like the first like month I was there, I was living really close to Hollywood Boulevard, which is like the walk of fame. Like, you know, you see all the movies, you see all the TV shows, like it's glamorized to be this like amazing place with like stars everywhere. What they don't show you is that there's homeless literally everywhere, which is really, really sad and really bad. But the homeless, they don't bother you. You know, even in Melbourne, I don't think we have as much homeless as we used to or we used to see. Like, I remember um, being younger, you'd go to the city and people would be sitting on the side of the road. Like, you don't see that as much. But in LA, there's like groups of these people and they live in tents just like on sidewalks like it's actually really sad and i just feel so bad for these people because i don't think there's anything in place to help them like like in australia we have free health care and all of that we have medicare um we have a lot more resources for the homeless for what i know but in america it seems from what we've asked other people they don't have a lot of resources so that was really Really sad. But yeah, they don't bother you. They're honestly really nice when you do talk to them. To kind of like summarize, I went there for three months, started last year, then I went back for like a month at the end of last year, and then I was there for probably another month, two months, the start of this year. And each time that I had been to LA, there was this one lady that was always on Rodeo Drive, and she was always like, uh, do you have a dollar? But yeah, she was just always there throughout the whole entire span of the year and so it's really sad because I've spoken to a couple people and the reason why there's such a homelessness problem in LA is apparently I don't know how true this is this was just what I've been told but apparently like other counties or other like towns or like suburbs I don't know what you'd call them in California they don't want the homelessness in their areas so they literally like give them some money and say go down to LA or they like take them in like a bus or something I don't know or the police take them even and they take them down to LA and then they say stay here I just I can't it's just so otherworldly I have been to multiple countries and LA is probably the place where there's clearly a homelessness issue and unfortunately I don't think they're doing anything to stop it but if you're going to LA don't stress because these people won't harm you they didn't harm me they don't really bother you, it's just really sad, it's just really sad, and yeah, as I was saying, it's so glamorized, like, this whole image of LA, it's like, oh my god, LA, I'm from LA, like, I'm an LA girl, you know, (laughs) all the movie stars live here, like, you know, there's that whole LA thing, I don't think it's that true, like, it's Literally just another city. So, if you go there, here's where you can kind of stay. Here are the good areas, the bad areas. So, basically, going there, I was like, oh my God, we're going to stay in the city, which is like downtown. Apparently, that's not the place to go. That is like, I don't know. I feel like it's a bit of a business district, to be honest. I only went there like once and it's a little bit creepy. Yeah, I honestly didn't spend really any time in downtown. There's not really much there. I feel like a lot of the life. If you get what I'm saying is in Hollywood, and in a little bit we'll talk about the one experience that I did have in downtown LA. But anyways, the places that are more you know popular, there's more stuff going on, is like Hollywood. I wouldn't recommend staying where I stayed on like close to Hollywood Boulevard. I think West Hollywood is a bit more, you know, there's a few more restaurants, some more things to do. Beverly Hills. I did stay in Beverly Hills for a little bit, and then you know, the suburbs there are actually quite nice. I was saying in Encino, but I know a lot of other suburbs, like, I don't even know if they call them suburbs over there. Other places like Sherman Oaks, like over the, over the hills, is kind of like, you know, that's where people actually live from what I know from the people that I met, but you know, people live everywhere, but I would not recommend staying in downtown LA. Even like near, the beach? San- oh, I loved Santa Monica. Oh my God. I went to Santa Monica Beach and Pierce so many times. It's really sketchy and it's r- like there's a lot of crazy things going on there. Oh my God. Every time I went there, I felt like I was going to get robbed. Something crazy happened every time. Oh my God. Oh, my God. Me and Adrian, it was like our little like tradition to go to Santa Monica Pier for like our little dates, get some food, you know, go on the rides there. And we were in line for the roller coaster there. There's like mini roller coaster on the pier, which also is sketchy. I don't know how that hasn't fallen into the water, but we were there and we were in line and this family was in front of us. And the dad's kind of making jokes to Adrian. He's like, oh my God, I, I want a beer. Like, I don't know what he was saying. He was just talking about drinking. And then a couple minutes went by. They're still like kind of talking. And then the mom turns to her kids, her three children. There was a girl that was probably nine, another girl that was probably like seven and a boy that was probably like five years old. And she turns to her children and she's like, this lovely couple right here is going to look after you and we'll be back And me and Adrian look at each other and we're like, hello? Like, they didn't even ask us to mind their children. So we were literally stranded in this line with these three children. I'm not even kidding, you guys. Watching over them. And, you know, I thought they were going to get a drink and coming back in the line. Like, we were just holding their spot in the line, like, with their children. And this line was taking ages. So I'm not even kidding. We were getting really close to the top and it had been like an hour waiting in this line. And these parents are nowhere to be seen. These children are not talking to us. They're just like huddled together. They were really cute though. So yeah, me and Adrian were actually getting really like scared. We're like, oh my God, these parents have abandoned their children and left them with us. So anyways, we get to the ride itself and we're about to get on and we're like, fuck. These parents haven't collected their children. Hopefully they're, you know, waiting for them at the bottom. And we realize, okay, there's three children there's two of us. That makes five. But there's only two seats in each row, so one of us had to sit alone. And you know, obviously, one of us has to sit with a child because we're not going to let a child sit by themselves. I'm like, oh my god, we're going to be like separated. Like, I need help with these kids. Anyways, I go to this random girl that was sitting like a couple rows in front of us, and I'm like, hey, can my boyfriend sit with you? Like, we just have to look over these kids, but you know, we can't leave them. Like we need to all kind of be together and she was really nice. She's like, yeah, she was like a teenager. She was alone. So I felt really bad. So Adrian had to sit with this poor random girl. And I sat with I think the middle child, the girl, her name was Julia. And then um the eldest girl and her little brother sat together. And we went on this roller coaster twice. Like two times in a the row. They let us have two goes and the ride finishes and these kids start running off and I'm like, oh my God, I literally like I'm going to lose them and I have to call the police. Like, what am I going to do? Like, these kids are gone. So I'm chasing after these children like out of the ride and they're like running through the freaking park and then they finally find their parents. They run up to them. The parents are just like, <laughs> they like give me a wave and that's it. Like, no, thank you. Like, it was just kind of like so random. It was just... It was very anxiety-inducing. So, yeah, be prepared for crazy stuff to happen to you if you go to Santa Monica Pier because, oh, my God, that was the wildest thing that's probably ever happened to me. And I was, like, fully prepared to, you know, go to the police and say that the parents abandoned their children. But anyways, back to the story about what happened in downtown since I'm telling stories now. (sighs) We went clubbing this night in downtown downtown. And all my friends were like, oh my God, we've been here before. It's great, you know. And it was like this rooftop club. And we get there, it's all good. And like a fight breaks out in the night, you know, when we first get there between these two guys. I'm like, okay, that's a bit wild. Anyways, I'm wearing these massive like knee-high boots. And I had just bought a bunch of designer stuff. (laughs) I just bought it literally like two days before this club. So I was wearing these new boots I bought. Um, I had this little IMG address on and I bought this new bag and I was wearing it. Anyways, my feet are tired from wearing these high heels all night. So I'm sitting down, there's like this little ledge. I'm just sitting down next to Adrian. Like we're all minding our own business. I don't think I was even talking. I was literally just sitting there, just, you know, relaxing. (laughs) And I'm not even over exaggerating. This girl walks past me with a glass of water. And pause it on me. Pause it on my freaking face, my new shoes, my new bag. Like pause this drink on me. And you know, I've never been in a fight. And right then I was I was I was so ready. But this girl was like, she was a lot larger than me. She was a lot taller. She looked like she could beat me up. So but I was fuming. Like, what did I do to this girl? And I stand up and I look at her and I'm like, did you just throw a drink on me? And she wasn't talking. She was just staring at me and her friends come up. And they're like, oh my god, it was an accident. Like she just, but no, it was not an accident. She poured this fucking drink on me. And I start freaking yelling. I'm like yelling at this girl, and Adrian's like pulling me back, like holding me back. But she wasn't faced by me yelling at her. Like she was just looking at me. But I was so mad. Like I was I was like ready to get bashed. I was ready for this girl to bash me because I was just so fuming. No one had ever disrespected me in such a way. And like I knew that she did it on purpose because my other friends saw her do it. Like it was so called for I hadn't even looked at this girl in the night you know it was so random and um you know everyone was holding me back and I was so mad and I left and I was just the whole way home in my head I was so mad because this sounds so bad I was so mad that I didn't throw hands (laughs) which sounds crazy because you know I've never gotten into a fight she did something to provoke me I got angry I wanted to fight her (laughs) And she was just standing there like she didn't care. And in the car, I was just so frustrated and so angry that, you know, I didn't beat this girl to a pulp, even though I could never do that. And if you see me, don't ever fight me because I don't know how to fight. I don't want to fight. I was just angry in the moment. And I know I would really get severely hurt and I would give up halfway like I'm a bitch. I'm not going to lie. I can't fight. I've never, ever had a fight so yeah that was like a wild experience in downtown uh and ever since that never went back there I was kind of traumatized I don't know why she did it but yeah another thing when you go to LA which is like the first one of the first things that I noticed that was crazy and I I don't think anyone talks about this but I've been to Europe before and you know I live in Australia a lot of the places where you are you can walk around to you know go places like you can catch public transport everything's like kind of in a proximity you know you can walk places you cannot walk anywhere in la you have to drive or be driven or catch ubers i honestly don't even know if public transport is really a thing in la you can't walk anywhere and you know it doesn't make sense in my mind if it's like a like i'm not even over exaggerating like a two minute drive it will be a 30 minute walk I don't know how that equates in maths because in Australia, if it's a two-minute drive, it would be like a 10-minute walk, not a 30-minute walk, so I don't know. That was just a crazy thing that I experienced there. You can't really walk anywhere unless you're in like a specific area with a lot of shops, like you just, even that, like I don't know, you can't walk anywhere. It's crazy. Also, another crazy thing. Oh my God, there's so many crazy weird things that are just little things. There's like no fresh fruit anywhere, and if there is, it is so expensive I've spoken about this in like some of the like food videos that I did in LA but even at like Target they sell food at Target which is crazy because in Australia it's just like a clothing store but at their Target they have a fresh fruit and vegetable section and it is one aisle and you know that might sound normal for Americans but in Australia we have like one quarter of the shop just for fresh fruit and vegetables and yeah, there was just like no variety of anything. And when I did buy fruit or vegetables, they were really shitty quality, just tasted disgusting. I got some mangoes that tasted like carrots, even from Air One. So overpriced. It it just it tastes so bad. They're fruit and vegetables and it's crazy. Like definitely being there, I noticed that I felt not as healthy as I do in Australia. And that could be because I got COVID there. I got COVID there twice. I haven't spoken about this online. I don't know why. I feel like COVID is like a very touchy subject. But the first time I went, I got COVID in WeHo, which is like the LGBTQ like clubbing section of LA. They have like this street and I went out clubbing there one night and I got COVID. And I wasn't too bad the first time. Adrian was really, really sick. Um, he was like vomiting from coughing so hard. But yeah, people get COVID in LA and they don't care. Like everyone has COVID always. It's actually crazy. No one cares. Like I obviously cared a lot. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. And then the second time I got COVID was this year from Coachella. And I was very sick this time. I um, was like bedridden for a week after Coachella. And I didn't realize till like three days after I got home from Coachella, home was in back to LA from Palm Springs, but yeah, COVID is not nice, don't get it, <laughs> it's not enjoyable, but people in LA just don't care, which I think is crazy because, you know, especially through going down like literally like an entire year of like stage four lockdown in Melbourne, it it's just such a massive crazy thing here, and if you have COVID in Australia, everyone cares, like don't go near anyone, you know, self-quarantine is mandatory, people don't give a shit, in LA. And obviously I did self-quarantine, obviously, but I just couldn't believe how normal it was and how everyone that I spoke to there was like, yeah, I had COVID last week. Like, what? Are you serious? You know, it's it's wild. Another first impression is that it smells like weed everywhere. Like the air smells like weed. So much so that I'm like, oh my god, am I gonna get high off of <laughs> smelling it in the air? And yeah, I also drove over there um I rented a few cars and driving there is kind of crazy um you can actually turn right on red lights I think it's actually good because you know what's the point in waiting when you know no one's clearly coming but yeah I found that really crazy and also there's like no speed cameras anywhere there's a couple like red light cameras but on their freeway or highway, whatever you call it, you can just like go whatever speed. I obviously drove appropriately. (laughs) I'm I'm scared to do anything bad. But yeah, like everyone was like speeding. Driving was a crazy experience for me. I actually drove on the wrong side of the road the first day that I drove in LA. Um, Luckily, I could quickly turn around and the cars that were coming my way were like a bit further down so nothing happened thank the lord but yeah driving there is an experience if you do drive on the other side of the road which we do in australia obviously one of the obvious things is that you have to tip basically everywhere that you go and i feel like honestly i can't say because i don't actually know but i feel like waiters or waitresses in like high-end restaurants like freaking nobu make a killing on tips because obviously they get like a minimum to zero freaking wage which sucks that shouldn't be a thing but you know sometimes when i would go to nobu the tip would be like a 100 us dollars and you have to think of it like this they're tipping me and four other tables so that's 400 dollars in an hour and from what i know i think waiters keep 100 percent of their tips so yeah that was crazy but yeah you do have to basically tip everywhere also oh my god Pumping gas or I don't even, getting petrol, I couldn't do it. It's so hard in America. I don't know what it is. It's like self-serve freaking gas. But yeah, just random things like that are such a culture shock and things that I would not expect. But yeah, it is so expensive in LA, especially with the exchange rate. Like I think one American dollar is like 60 Australian cents. So just say if something was like a thousand US dollars, I would be paying like 1400 dread 500 Australian dollars which oh my god it just sucks for me <laughs> but yeah be prepared if you're going to LA from Australia you will spend a lot and it won't seem like a lot but it is a lot you will be shocked and you can't do the tax back at the airport i thought you could and i actually went to the airport the last time that i was there to you know get my tax back because that's something you can do in some countries and they were like, we don't have a tax back section at this airport. So I wouldn't do massive shopping sprees in LA because it is so expensive. And yeah, back to the topic of food. The food tastes so good there. They have like the best restaurants. However, like a lot of the food does make you feel very sick. It's just like, ugh, there's something about American food. It's just like not good. Uh, Over time, it really makes you feel like shit. And even when you go to like Starbucks, they have like these little like letters everywhere that say the ingredients in these drinks give you cancer like you know we're not responsible which is wild like oh my god best believe i still did drink (laughs) the starbucks but you know they're openly saying like the shit in our drinks gives you cancer they also if you're australian you will know this they don't do sushi hand rolls which are the long sushi rolls they don't do chicken sushi either They just do like cut up sushi, like sashimi at restaurants. Uh, I love my chicken sushi hand rolls. So that was kind of sad for me. And yeah, last thing that I didn't really like, or that was like a first impression for me was that party life in America is not that great. Well, in LA is not that great. Vegas was fun. But party life in LA was just like, I don't know. Clearly, I did not have a good experience, but it just wasn't, it didn't hit the same. You know what I'm saying? And I was expecting that to be one of the most exciting things going there. Like, you know, you hear of all these parties and stuff. But yeah, I didn't have like a memorable, crazy, fun, crazy LA party experience. (laughs) But yeah, now we're going to talk about some of the things that are really good about LA because they were kind of my first impressions slash things that aren't really good. Things to be aware of when you go to LA. But we're going to talk about some things that I do love about LA. So the weather there, oh my god. Chef's kiss, the weather there is perfect every day. I know earlier this year, they did have like three months worth of rain every day, which was crazy because when I was there last year, I was there for three months nonstop and it did not rain once. And I was like, how are there trees? Like, how is anything that's green surviving, you know? Um, But yeah, the weather's always beautiful, perfect, sunshine, lollipops and rainbows. I love the weather there. It's hot, but at night it does get really cold, which kind of sucks. But during the day, it's always really nice weather. There's also like a lot of things to do there, like a lot of activities. I did like... Probably, I'm not even over-exaggerating, like, 50-plus escape rooms whilst in LA. The escape rooms there are, like, so fun. And, yeah, I think one of the, like, misinterpretations that people have about LA is that everyone's, like, a bitch. Everyone that I met there was, like, super, super nice. Um... That doesn't mean they were genuine, (laughs) but everyone's actually super nice, like really friendly, easy to talk to. Like they want, everyone wants to talk to you. Like we'd get in Ubers and we'd have like these hour long conversations with these Uber drivers about like everything. Like I remember there was this one girl that was telling us about like freaking Illuminati. (laughs) She was an Uber driver and she was telling us about like reptilians and, you know, aliens and how apparently there's an underground train between Australia and LA that takes 40 minutes oh, I wish that I could get on that train if there is that train, because that would make life a lot easier. But she was just saying all these crazy conspiracy theories, which was actually really interesting. Everyone was like talking about politics and Trump and Biden. And it's just, oh my God, everyone's like so invested in politics in America. And I don't know if it's just me personally, but it's definitely not that big of a thing here in Australia politics, but everyone just wants to talk, especially Uber drivers, which is kind of fun, kind of great. And oh my god, as I was saying, the fruit there, oh my god, I miss American fruit, I miss it so much, because even though it's so bad for you, oh my god, it's so good, like, jalapeno poppers from Jack in the Box, oh my god, to die for, like, <gasps> I would do anything for a jalapeno popper right now, I'm not gonna lie, they are so good, oh, their macas does taste different, their chicken nuggets there taste freaking foul, they taste like processed freaking literal garbage, Um, really scary, the nuggets in america australian chicken nuggets definitely much better but their food there is just oh my god they have the best restaurants if you're going there what do i recommend john and Vinny's, really good italian uh chiconi's oh their burrata there is so good what else catch and boa are really good they are expensive nobu is honestly melbourne nobu is better vegas nobu was really good but no Nobu isn't that great. Oh, oh, and the birria tacos, they do, oh my god, oh, I'm. I, oh my god, I'm, oh my god, I need to go there just for a birria taco, like, oh, literally to die for, so good. They just have a really great array of food and different cuisines and everything it just tastes amazing. They also, every single freaking restaurant that you go to will do a amazing freaking Caesar salad. Caesar salads in LA just are like nothing else they're just just so good and I hate salad I'm not a salad girl but I'm a Caesar salad LA girl (laughs) not a Caesar salad Australian girl the Caesar salads in Australia have freaking like egg and like disgusting shit on them but mm, an American Caesar salad oh yeah just really really yummy but yeah we also see a lot of celebrities kind of everywhere and no one really cares um no one cares you don't actually see paparazzi but yeah I actually do want to delve into talking about celebrities because I have a few little stories here and there that I could tell but that's for another episode but yeah you do see quite a lot of celebs and yeah obviously the shopping oh the shopping is so good there there's like everything that you could ever want to buy in America but again the pricing is just So crazy. So yeah, if you really want something in America, go for it. But it's so expensive. (laughs) But yeah, now that I've done some talking, we're going to open my little sleepover book. And instead of a story today, I'm going to read your guys' assumptions I asked you on my sleepover party Instagram. So here's the first assumption. There are very dark things going on behind the scenes. I, I don't know what this is in reference to. Going there, I was like, is the Illuminati real? I need to know about the Illuminati. And I did ask some people. No one did confirm. Uh, a lot of people said that it was not real. Apparently, Illuminati isn't a thing. I don't know how true that is or not. I think it is very secretive if it is real. But when I went to Coachella, I watched Billie Eilish perform the first year that I went. And oh my God, she was so demonic. So... <laughs> I think that the Illuminati is real because she was just like, she scared me. I'm sorry to all of the Billie Eilish fans out there. Like I have nothing against her, but I was genuinely like feeling really weird when I was watching her. Like I felt like really uneasy. Um, It was just very creepy. A lot of red and black colors going on seemed a bit like a ritual. But yeah, is Illuminati real? I can't answer that for you. When I find out the truth, which I will find out, I will let you guys know. All right there is paparazzi everywhere. As I said, I don't, I didn't really see paparazzi. I saw it maybe like three, four times. Every time that I saw paparazzi, I think they were called by people. I don't know. But yeah, I think people call them to let them know where they're going because it's like, how do you, how do they know where to go? LA is massive. So I think it's a setup. Okay, next one. There's BBLs everywhere. I didn't see that many BBLs. Not that I was really looking for BBLs. I didn't even know if I was in the right places to see BBLs. I definitely saw more BBLs than I have seen in Australia. I don't even know if I've seen a BBL in Australia, but yeah, actually maybe I did see a lot of BBLs. (laughs) Next one, everyone is fake and shallow. I think it depends on the person to be honest. Um, A lot of the people that I met were really, really, really lovely and genuine. I think everyone is just like there for themselves. You know what I'm saying? Everyone is a little bit selfish, which not necessarily is a bad thing. I think everyone should be selfish in life a little bit, but not too selfish. A couple people were fake, but majority are really nice and they just want to talk. Okay, next. Everyone sleeps with everyone. Yeah, I think that's definitely a thing in LA. I think hookup culture is massive Massive. In LA, everyone loves to frick and frack. Everyone loves to get with each other and even like some people that I would speak to, they would talk about hooking up with like each other's freaking exes and no one cared and it's like, oh my god. Like that's crazy. (laughs) Like we don't do that here in Australia. Well, I don't. So I found that crazy. A lot of people say it stinks or the air smells weird. Yeah. The air is different over there. It's definitely not as fresh and nice. And the last assumption is that it's dirty. I've definitely been to dirtier places. It's not that dirty. Definitely in some areas more than others, but it's not noticeably, like, disgustingly dirty. No, I don't think it's that bad. But it's not that good. It's not. It's definitely not amazingly clean. But yeah, they are the assumptions. And now it's time to spin the bottle. Okay, so we have my spin the bottle board. We'll read the options. So we have what would you rather, spill the tea, never have I ever, prank Carl? ask me anything, truth or dare, kiss, marry, kill, and embarrassing story. So let's freaking spin. I think that was what would you rather? It landed like here and then it rolled. So we'll just do what would you rather? Adrian's just given me the pre-written notes. So it says, would you rather live in Melbourne or LA for the rest of your life? Oh, that's that's really like it depends on a lot to be honest. I don't know. Maybe Melbourne, just because I'm used to it. You know, I've lived my whole life here. But then again, like, do I just want to be here forever? I don't know. But you know, LA is really nice. Weather's amazing. It's just very expensive there. I think just because I'm used to Melbourne, I would say I'll stay in Melbourne. But yeah, for a bit of spice in my life, I would do I like, I don't know. If I had unlimited resources and I could fly Prada out to America with me tomorrow. And if I had unlimited money, I would definitely be in LA because I don't, I don't wanna live in LA if I'm not living in a freaking mansion. And I know that sounds bad. <laughs> But, you know, living the LA life, you want to live in a freaking mansion in the hills. But, yeah, you guys, thank you so much for watching this little episode. I'm getting really tired. Let me know if that made you yawn. Thank you guys so much for watching. And I will see you next week for the next episode. Good night.